Welcome to Series 1, Episode 25 of Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. How are you, my darling? I'm good. I started my day off with a delicious brunch. I went out, not in the city, I don't know what Maniunk counts as. Not like a suburb. Suburb of the city. Um, well, I went into a neighborhood, I don't know, anyway, I went to a fancy place, and they gave, they had fancy brunch, and my fancy brunch was creme brulee French toast. Oh, stuff was banging. I'm insanely jealous, and uh, I blame you for not exposing this to me sooner. I didn't know it existed until that today. That is not an excuse. Not an excuse. Well, I made it up to you by cleaning the whole apartment. That's true. Although, I did organize my RPG and board game <gasps> shelf. You did. Look at how beautiful it is. All of my board games and RPGs are together in one place and organized. For context, we can see the shelf system that he uses for this from where we record, and I had not paid attention to it because it's usually a giant mess. But today, right now, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And now I'm going to destroy it all by like going through all my things again and right, yeah. just mm-hmm. shuffling it and mm-hmm. destroying it. And I tried to make brunch yesterday. You did? Oh my gosh, it was so good. That is a lie. It no, was, it was terrible. No, it was very good. He made Eggs Benedict, and the only complaint, the only complaint is that the... Hollandaise sauce was inedible. No, that's not true. It was just a little bit lemony. It was inedible. No, it was a little bit lemony. But anyway, the whole point of this podcast, the only thing you should take away from this podcast, you can stop listening after five minutes from now, is brunch is delicious, and it's super good the highlight of my weekends. I love brunch. It makes me so happy. <laughs> Whipped cream. You say that like someone who regularly brunches. We do not I, brunch no, that often. No, we don't. But every once in a while, we'll be like, let's get brunch. And then it's like the best idea we've had ever. Because it's amazing. We live like down the street from this brunch place yes. that is... Very good. Turning very point. Very good. Yeah, there it's are, a syndicate. Like, there are a lot. There's a lot of locations. It's kind of all over the place if you're anywhere in Jersey or Pennsylvania. Um, and then I think there's one place in California, or that might be the pizza place I'm thinking of. But that doesn't matter, because it's very good. It is very good. Yes. No one has paid us to say these things. They're just very good. <laughs> so, last time on Heart Points, uh, I think we should probably do a recap episode on everything that has happened, because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. And um, in, like, a two-week time span from when I arrived yeah, to now? Yeah, I was now? going to say two weeks. It's been less than... It's been it like has. a week. It has. Sao, the guild princess, fled uh, her home, uh, the city of Forza, to the mythical and wondrous city of Segaranza, uh, where she immediately got in trouble. Before I even got into the city, though, I got in trouble. That's true. Out in the steppe, uh, the wilderness in between the cities of the Pentopolis, her caravan was attacked by... Vicious Knoll Raiders, dog-headed men of pure hunger and uh, malice. Uh, And Sao, in her first real sword fight, Mm -hmm. managed to chase one off. And then she got to the city, where uh, she immediately became victim to a scam, but was saved by a kind uh, dwarf woman named Zofia. Yep. And then proceeded to get involved in local politics. Immediately. Uh, discovered that there was a large knoll population of non-mad gnolls uh, living in uh, the city, uh, s- mostly sequestered in a district called Corpstown, which is where the city uh, s- uh, sky burials their dead. Sky burials and cremates their dead. Uh, and discovered that the city guard and a uh, 
militant hate group called the Chasers were basically enforcing that the Knolls couldn't be outside of Corpstown after dark, um, or really at all. Meanwhile, I had a acid trip, basically, mm. but not really. No. Oh, so, okay. Not the dream. Like, I saw a vision of something that wasn't supposed to be there. Like, of, of something that the the crystals are supposed to stop from happening. Yes. So, uh... Basically, NASA dream. Sal's father became a guild leader uh, at mining a resource called Sephira, which are these crystals that drive off the devils of the steppe. Um, devils are these uh, magic ethereal beings that live in the steppe and they uh, harangue people, they possess people, they hurt people. Uh, but they're mostly a problem in the steppe because the cities are protected by Sephira crystals. Uh, but oddly enough, in her very short time staying in Segranza, home of the largest Sephira crystal, uh, and a temple dedicated that, to that Sephira crystal, Sound has already come across two mm-hmm. devils, uh, one of which she encountered while uh, smoking hashish on the roof of a tavern. Yup. So things have gotten Oh, weird. and I'm having weird dreams. And and has started having strange dreams uh, about the steppe and about uh, dogs, dog gods, and dog people. Yep. So Sal has uh, tangled with the head of the city guard, a woman named Messia, Ugh. who now hates Sal. I don't know if it's a now hates Sal or it's a, a instant dislike and then instant hate. I don't yeah. think there's, like, a growing there. I think it was just, like, instant, mm, we're not going to get along. Definitely made things worse. I have made some friends, though. Yes, you made lots of friends, including uh, a stone goliath named uh, Nukupenu, mm-hmm. a human girl named Afonza, and a dwarf girl named Jolanta. This has all sort of come to a head where, after killing several of these null chasers uh, who were secretly city guard members... Hold on. Hold on. I... So, they died... But can we say that I killed them when their actions started a riot? Well, can yes. we say? Can we though? Yes. I feel like, but on like a bigger scale, like on a small scale, like yes, it was my sword. But on a bigger scale, it was their actions. So really, they committed suicide. It's <laughs> not how it works. Evil people do not. That's not how it works. But, like, on a bigger scale. So, they were, yes, they were evil, but you did, you killed them. You put, stuck swords in their bellies, and then they they relinquished <laughs> their mortal coil. <laughs> tomato, tomato. After which point, uh, Messia kind of rushed her plans, um, and has now begun to instigate a guild war in the city of Sagranza. She has put city guard members to block off uh, Corpstown, so that no one in Corpstown may leave. Meanwhile, I left. Well, yes, you gave yourself up to the city guard, or Sound gave herself up to the city guard, and then uh, ran away. Ran away while still in handcuffs. In- successfully got out of the handcuffs and evaded guards. Then successfully got to a house, a safe house. I'm just saying, Sound's got skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, smelly, smelly skills reconnected with uh, some allied guild leaders, uh, namely Pete Myth of the Masons Guild and Sebastiao of the Architects Guild. Sebastiao being the current governor of Segranza. Mm-hmm. And have brought, uh, Sal has brought her one known city guard ally, a man named Evaristo, and that dwarf she first met, Zofia, 
to this uh, to this safe house, to this guild hall, in order to make their plans, to plan for their next step. Yep. And that, I think, is a pretty comprehensive list of everything that has happened in the Segaranza campaign so far. Yeah. I mean, we missed some of the uh, meet-cutes, but... Yes, uh, Sound uh, flirted with... Or, everyone. rather, no, Diana, in her head, paired up Sound with everyone. But basically, basically, just about every single person that Sound met. Mm-hmm. That I thought I could make some sort of pair. Even the bad guy. Even one of the bad guys. I was like, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Esteban? Yeah, we could maybe do something there. Yeah, you, you could if you wanted. I've got two forerunners. I've gotten some feedback from some fans. <laughs> got two forerunners. Namely, uh, Everistu mm-hmm. and uh, the knoll that she met in Corpstown and in Segaranza named Omen. Sao mm-hmm. uh, er, is currently, has brought Esteban? Yes. No, Estevao. Yes. And uh, Zofia back to the Masons Guild Hall with uh, Evaristu. Evaristu. What did I, I say? Esteban. Esteban. Yeah. Uh, Evaristu and Zofia at the Masons Guild mm-hmm. uh, with the halfling Peatmith, uh, the governor Sebastian, the head of the Lamplighters Guild Susanna, the head of the Rugmakers Guild Arlindu, and a Formian. Uh, head of the uh, Goldsmiths Guild, uh, Karinga. And you guys go in and you bring uh, Hold Everistu. Hold on, you forgot a detail. I was holding Everistu's hand. Oh, that's right, you did. You took Everistu's hand as you guys walked into the guild hall. Yep. Now we've got all the pertinent details. We mm-hmm. can move forward. Mm-hmm. So Sal takes Everistu uh, with Zofia walking behind you guys. To the uh, to that meeting hall, where where these other guild leaders are, uh, and oh, that's right. And you actually you met with um, them, and Sebastiano said, "All right, let's let's get to work." No, let's get down to business. You know they got rid of him in the new Mulan movie. That's stupid. Is that terrible? That's awful. That's insane. What? Are... It's actually a crime. It... I'm just angry. Like, if you're not going to tell the actual story of Mulan, then you have to tell the Disney story of Mulan. Right. And you have to include him. But they're not telling the real story of Mulan. Or the Disney movie. Well, yeah, you're telling some stupid... Okay, anyway. I'm sorry. Let's get down to business to defeat these Huns. <laughs> so, um, yeah, how do you... How's that meeting go? I mean, I don't know. It depends on what's said in the meeting. Like, I, I think... So, we all walk in. I think I keep reassuring Evaristu. Just like... Thank you so much for being here. It's going to be fine. We're going to make this work. You went out on the limb, but thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think um, the the five guild leaders um, kind of grill Evaristo a little bit mm-hmm. to make sure that they can trust him. And they ask him questions about, you know, why he's a city guard member, if he's, like, willing to go out on a limb for you and them, why he's going out on a limb if he's a city guard member how long he's been a city guard member they're kind of just grilling him like asking him a lot of questions and then it do i feel like they're crossing a line at all Arlindu definitely Arlindu gets aggressive he says you had your suspicions before that masia was behind all this and, and you did nothing what and, and yet you talk about wanting to help people wanting to protect people 
but you knew that the chasers and the city guard were the same. Well, how are we supposed to trust you now? I slam my hands on the table and I stand up and I go, you had suspicions well before he did. Before you throw these stones, look at what house you're in. Arlinda turns to you and goes, uh, Sal, that's very nice words, but we're not in charge of the City Guard Guild. We're not members of the City Guard. What happens in the Guild of the City Guard is their business. He's a member. He's a guard. He's a guard. He's one guard out of hundreds. You are the guild leaders of this city. You can control Messiah, and you chose not to. Everything that is happening is a culmination of many factors, but you are a large one. Don't sit here and blame one person of a hundred person horde when you are one of a few and you started this. Your inaction started this. Do not blame him. Arlindo goes, well, don't blame me. And he turns to Sebastian and goes, Sebastian, you are in charge of keeping this city safe. I told you that Messiah was going to do this and yet you waited. Uh, and then it turns into, again, this big argument between uh, the five of them um, with Sebastiao and Pete Smith kind of defending Sebastiao um, and Sebastiao defending himself with sensible, if not very aggressive, points. Uh, and Karinga backing up Arlindu. And Evaristo kind of, I think, tries to cut in and he goes, this, I didn't know how bad things were. I had no idea how bad things were. As far as I knew, the city guard was stopping the chasers. We were going after the chasers. I had no idea of any of this. And I think Koringa says, like, then you were willfully blind. I think, I draw everyone's attention to me. I don't slam my hands on the table again, but I draw everyone's attention to me. I think maybe I shout and I go, it doesn't matter what was done. We are where we are and we need to come up with a plan. I clearly was doing more than all of you poorly. We need to have an actual plan so that I don't die trying to save this city. Poorly. I'm saving it poorly. <laughs> like, I'm doing it poorly. We need a plan. All right. And Seb Sebastian nods and he kind of, like, uh, laces his fingers and he goes, You're right, Sal. Uh, this can't go on any longer. We need to, we need to figure something out. Evaristo, you are here because... Sound believes that you are, you embody what the city guard is meant to be and is intended to be. And we think that you're not an anomaly. And I think Everly's to kind of like, just kind of like uh, looks down at the table. And Sebastian goes, we need to know if you think you can find other guard members to end the madness that is uh, that is building in the city before Messiah goes too wild. And Evaristo goes, uh, I, I don't know. I Plenty of people, uh, pl plenty of guardsmen I know don't like what's happening, don't like, you know, that we're all, half of us are out looking for you, Sal, and the other half are guarding Corpse Town. I know a lot that don't like it, but they're doing it anyway. No one else abandoned their post like I did. Not that I know of anyway. I think Karinga says, um, trying to save the city guard now is pointless. We should abolish the entire guild, arrest them all if need be, and 
go from there. And Orlinda agrees. Orlinda goes, I agree. There's no reason that we need the city guard anymore. The, gu the guilds of the city can govern themselves. They can govern the city on their own. We are spread out throughout the city. My guards are some of the best in the city. There's no read for, need for us to have city-appointed guards. All it does is create this problem, this exact problem that I told you about. You look like you were going to say something. I was, and then I, I changed my mind. I don't think that sound would have said anything. I think Evaristo speaks up. And he goes, no, I, the city guard needs to survive. We can't give power to the guilds. I just, I don't think we can be a guild. I don't think we can run that way. We have to be something different. And Sebastian kind of like puts his chin in his hands and he's like thinking about it. I think that Concession like agrees. I'm trying to think if she verbalizes it or not. I think she does. I think she goes, I agree with Evaristo. I think you need a police force. Otherwise, what's going to happen is that one of these guilds is going to be better than the other at guarding people. And they are going to start this same problem. I think it needs to be different. I think it needs to be neutral. And I think you do need it. But we need to address the issue that we've got now. And I, I do think that we need to strike at the head of the beast. I don't think we need to do it from the bottom up. Pete Myth goes, so, so what? You think we just take out Messiah and the rest of the guard will fall in line? I think if, we sh if, if they see Messiah get taken, I think that'll definitely send a message. But I am not a strategist. I clearly, my ideas only work on the small scale. I am clearly, I, I'm currently a wanted fugitive. Like, I, I don't know that you should be listening to my ideas. <laughs> uh, Pete Myth goes, you, you do have a point though. Whether or not the city guard should remain a guild, they are currently a guild and thus they get all of the rights that a guild has. We can't just strip them of their rights. Uh, we can't just strip them of their guild status just because we need to get rid of them. Uh, like, there would be chaos in the streets. Susanna says, um, that's true, but we're going to, this is going to culminate in a war. No matter what happens, the city's gonna go to war. I think they, they kind of start uh, arguing in. What, what, what exactly are you doing while this is all going on? I think I, I, I am there, I'm really there as support for Everisto, because there's not much that I can do. Like, I'm going to go along with whatever they tell me to do, and I'm going to advocate for Corpse Town while I'm there, mm -hmm. but I'm really there for Everisto. I'm not, I know, like, Sal has meddled in the affairs of this city, but she knows she's not running this city. She's no, She knows she doesn't have much longer, either. Too many people know who she is. She knows she's not going to be there for much longer, so she's not trying to run this city. She just is trying to make it better for her friends that she's met. Okay. So then she sits in on this meeting, and eventually what's decided is they are going to wait. Sound is not about that. Uh, they're going to wait, and they want Evaristo to go back to his post and start basically spreading a rumor that Messia is not long for power, that she's going to be... Um... So he whispered, doesn't she look tired? Yeah, what's that from? Doctor Who. That's Doesn't she look tired? Yeah. That's no, from I Doctor think it, Who. I think it was six words, but it's basically doesn't she look tired? Do you think she looks tired? Do you think she looks tired? Six words. That's oh, what it is. Oh, that's right. Do you think she looks tired? 
And it brought down the prime minister. So they basically that's what he's doing? Yes. Um, they want him to kind of start poking around, seeing who would uh, who would be worth keeping on once this all goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now they can't they can't do anything. She is within her powers to uh, declare a state of emergency in Corpse Town, and um, on what evidence? On what evidence can she make that happen? How can any of the other guilds? None of the other guilds have any power to is, call her on her her BS. Is this you or is this Sam? This is Sam. Pete Myth says. Uh, Pete Myth goes. Yes, and and we will. We're we're going to ha- have an emergency meeting. We're gonna have an emergency guild hall meeting, and we're going to make her take it down. What we're hoping is that she refuses, because if she doesn't, then we can send in military might, and we can stop her and take her out and essentially dethrone her and put someone else in charge. And then we can start working out whatever problems, whatever rottenness is in the city guard, we can go from there. But right now, tonight, our hands are tied. He left his post. How was he supposed to explain where he was? He left his post to be here. Pima says, Evaristo, we can protect you we can hide you here uh whatever whatever works what, whatever you need to feel safe we can provide for you uh and everybody still goes on my parents are living with me I, I i don't know if i can leave them do you need me for any part of this plan sebastian goes on so i think we need you as a figurehead you're the focus of Messiah's anger right now. You're, she's using you as the fulcrum to justify everything she's doing. So we need you safe. But instead, what if Evaristu took me in and explained that he had a hunch about where I was, found me, and that would explain why he was gone and why he left his post? Susanna goes, that's insane. You want to turn yourself over to Messiah? I want him to be safe and be able to fulfill his, his part of the plan. Evarisa goes, no, Sal, there's no telling what could happen to you if, if Messia t- takes you in. If Messia has you? Are you kidding? What, what? No. I mean, you don't... Here's the thing. I don't want to go. I'm just trying to think of a good reason for him to have not been at his post. If you need him to talk to other guards, he needs to be at his job, but he wasn't where he was supposed to be. They're going to find out by now. We've been here for a while. Pete Myth goes, Everisto, we can send for your parents, uh, and and they can wait here for you as well, or we can put you up in a house. There's no reason we can't keep all of you safe until this is all blown over. I think Diana is confused. Was the plan not for Everisto to go back to his job? And talk to people at his job. Oh, yeah. So then what does making his parents safe have anything to do with him going back to his job and explaining why he wasn't at his job? I'm, I was thinking because if he gets caught. I don't necessarily know it's a given that he is going to get caught having abandoned his post. Oh. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, gu- I guess I just assumed it was kind of automatic because he wouldn't be at his post by himself. Yeah. 
Like, other people would be able to see him. Yeah, that's true. And confirm that he wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. It is pretty risky. It's probably a bad plan. Well, I just feel like he needs... He, he needs something. Mm-hmm. So what if I give him some of my old clothes or something? Like, something. So he can be like, I was, tra- like, chasing down a lead and I found this. And he, like, leads them somewhere. Uh, I think he... Ooh... That might not be a bad idea. Do you have anything that you could give him? Well, when I fell into the river, Mm -hmm. I came here with some of that clothes. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So I think I give him, like, I don't know, pants or shoes or something. Or maybe my new jacket. The one that I just got made. Yeah. Oh. I think I give him that, yeah. And he's like, you know, I chased down a lead. I heard something. I chased down a lead. I chased, you know, something down. And I found this leading in this direction. Okay. And then that way it explains why he wasn't in his post, but it was worthwhile. I think that's what I do. Okay. Sure. Yeah, we can go with that. All right. And you you arrange everything and uh, Evarisu says, okay, so what is, so so what is the plan? And they go over all of it. Uh, Peteman says, tomorrow night we're going to have a guild meeting. We're going to call Masia in. Either she's going to come in. And she's going to agree, or she's not going to come in at all, or she's going to come in and she's going to fight us. What's going to happen if she comes in, if she doesn't come in at all? If she, if she doesn't come in at all, then we're, then it's war. Okay. If she comes in and fights you, it's also war. Probably. And if she comes in and agrees with you, what do you do? Nothing. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it, because I think she's going to fight. Uh, everything gets arranged. They get Evaristu that uh, that coat that you had made. Evaristu looks at you and goes, "You're sure you're okay with? It? You think this is a good idea?" I think that it is the best idea of what we've got, and I think it's the best idea to keep you safe. Your your family has done so much for me already. You have done so much for me already. I I need to make sure that you're safe. Yes. Okay. All right. We're gonna do this. I. I, I still believe in the guard. I believe that there are people there that are going to do what's best. I believe in you. Uh, any nods? And, uh, we hug. Okay. It's a tender hug. Okay. Uh, and he says... With some lingering, maybe. Okay. Lingering tender hug. And he pulls away and he says, Be safe. You too. Uh, and then he goes uh, to the... Uh, like the main, actually no, I think they send him, they take him to like a back way out. Yeah. Um, and uh, he leaves. And uh, is there anything else you want to do? I ask somebody to check in on Corpse Town. Like I need updates. Okay. Like for me, for Sam, she needs updates. Okay. Yeah, Pete Smith sends somebody. Okay. Anything else? No. There's not really much more I can do here. I need to find out about these dreams. But that is kind of secondary to keeping people safe. Um, and it's not safe for me to leave again. So I think I just hit the library that's in here up again. I'm not expecting yeah. to learn anything. I'm just kind of biding my time. Okay. Uh, it's pretty late at this point. You're staying up? For a little bit. I don't think I can sleep. Okay. I think I'm worried. Because I know that this is all my fault. Okay. Like, all of this is my fault. So. Uh, it- and all I wanted was a damn adventure. This, well, this all started with tripping a kid. Yeah. 
Uh, did you update one of your stats when you leveled up? I did. I updated my wisdom. I didn't update my modifier for wisdom, but I did up update okay. my wisdom. Uh, so you go back to the library, and you you're, you spend a few hours in the library. And the guild hall has quieted down now a lot. Most people have gone back to their homes. Uh, the only people that are left are some of the staff and uh, the the guild heads. And they're kind of like their small retinues. And I think Zofia stays with you. I, th- I think Zofia is, is here with you. I think she's sitting in a corner of the library in a chair with her hammer beside her, very bored. Um, I don't think books are her, uh, are her jam in particular. Right. And she's just kind of like, I think she has like her chin against it, like one fist and like her eyes like keep like slowly like closing and then mm-hmm. like jutting open. And she goes, um, so don't you want to go to bed? In a minute, in a minute. I just, I want to look around a little bit more. So, I know, I know that I'm not supposed to do this, but can I just some realities about the library? About the library? Yeah, to see if there are any books, maybe, that could be helpful to me. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, if you're slowly, if you're closely studying the library, if you're yeah. spending, you're in here for a few hours, yeah. Yeah, because I think I would have been. Yeah. Oh, I rolled shit. a 12 on a discern realities. So I get free questions. Um, what here is useful or valuable to me? I'm looking for anything that will help me explain the devils that I keep seeing, mm-hmm. the dreams that I keep having, or maybe the hate against the gnolls. I'm literally looking for anything that relates to what has been happening to me. Oh, interesting. All right, yeah, I do kind of like this, because you do not have grand histories of the known world as a I, stat. No, I do not. Uh, I think you have a, you find a book on um, the founding of Sagranza. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of books on the founding of Sagranza. Well, this is particularly interesting, because it has a section on um, the colonization and the steppe wars. Ooh, yes. You, it, it kind of details, um, after Averius came into the steppe and... Um, with Dram- a bident that looks very similar to the Knoll Goddess's bident. Well, I think we've established it is the Knoll Goddess's bident. Yes, it is. After Averius, who uh, maybe this should have gone into the, the recap, uh, Averius is the god of uh, the steppe uh, and of the desert. He is um, kind of the patron god of uh, Sagaransa, and he's. In legend, he is the the founder of the Pentopolis, the mm-hmm. five cities of the steppe. And this kind of goes into after Averius came to the steppe and slew the demons and devils and evil gods of the steppe uh, and paved a way for uh, civilized folk to come in. Uh, this chronicles the civilized folk that came in, the okay. quote-unquote civilized folk that came in, uh, who... Um, slew the human tribes, the orc tribes, the knoll tribes, in order to uh, establish cities in these uh, basins mm-hmm. within the steppe. This story, or this this history, um, talks about, you know, the human tribes uh, were warred against, and they were traded with, and they were and they were bargained with, the human tribes and the orc tribes to an extent, a little more conflict on the orc tribes, and then when it talks about the Null tribes, it talks about how early on the Nulls were fairly amenable. They Some could be bargained with, some could be spoken to. But very quickly, 
negotiations, any form of negotiation, any form of diplomacy, fell completely through. The Knolls stopped speaking any common language that the other races could speak with. They stopped communicating uh, not only with the colonizers, but with the long-standing orc and human tribes that had lived in the steppe forever, Mm -hmm. uh, who had previously had relations with the Knolls. Mm -hmm. And it just became a war of attempted extermination, but it it was impossible. Eventually it just became walls had to be built up and to keep the Knoll hordes out. Mm -hmm. I only ever get more questions. Like Learning more just gives me more questions. What should I be on the lookout for in this book? Oh, in this information, in, um, or I guess in the library. I think maybe not in this book or in the library, but I think the thing that you should be on the lookout for is why you think. Well, actually, no. I think you you know why this happened, don't you? Because the because the goddess was all right. Here's the thing: the listeners might know, but I don't. <laughs> so it's because the goddess was slayed by a Virius, and he stole her bident. The bident is important so are the dreams i've clearly missed something you're looking at me very confused (laughs) no i'm trying to remember exactly well because i think you're connecting i think you're catching on implications that weren't openly stated but were stated heavily enough yeah right yeah we know averius has the biden of one of the null goddesses and we know that the null goddess is gone yes and we know that the null goddess is gone and we know that she was replaced by a or rather the, the Nulls had three goddesses. They had a full moon goddess, a new moon goddess, mm-hmm. and a crescent moon goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, once the crescent moon goddess was gone, the uh, empty moon goddess, who was their goddess of hunger, went berserk, right. basically. And after that, the steppe was no longer a safe place for Nulls to be because they wouldn't be able to, like, they wouldn't be able to control their hunger. Right. So I think you can take the implication that, oh, Averius at some point in history has the goddesses Biden. Right. Wonder what happened to the goddess. Right. Exactly. So. And because of that, it caused all these issues. And I think the Sephira crystals. All right. Here's my working theory. The Sephira crystals are what keep the gnolls in the city from being like hunger driven, very similar to the gnolls out in the steps. I think someone's tampering with the Sephira crystals to incite a null war on the people so that we can exterminate the nulls because, oh, they're so bad. And that's why the devils are starting to appear because someone's tampering with the Sephira crystals. All right. It's probably a better... Distinguished guest. I Zach has like a the... bad poker face, but also a good poker face. And he messes with me all the time. I have no idea what his face means. No, I just it, think that's the third time in this series that you've come up with an idea that was better than what I had. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like it all has to be connected, but it probably isn't because, like, real life isn't always all connected like that. One of the things that I do like about Dungeon World is that you come up with multiple fronts, right? So you're supposed to come up with fronts in a campaign that are the things that are that are bad and are going to get worse if you don't address them. Uh, yeah, if, a char- if the characters don't address them, those bad things are going to get worse. Mm-hmm. I have some fronts for this campaign. Mm-hmm. I will not promise that they're all connected. It would probably make a better story if they were all connected. But also... Like, I think you're right. Like, sometimes bad shit is just happening, and it's not all some grand conspiracy. Sometimes just a bunch of bad shit is happening, and it sucks. That's Sound's theory, though. Like, I think that's where Sound is. Okay. I think that's Sound's theory. Like, that's where her operating theory is. Oh, and you have one more question. Yeah, I don't know if I... 
the only other one that's kind of useful is like what here is not what it appears to be don't know if that is even useful i'm just gonna settle with my two i don't think i can get get any more information with the questions that are available to me okay in this situation oh, yeah, that's fair but i do go over to zofia and i go if you want to go to bed we can go to bed but if you'd like to stay up play some chess with you uh, okay, yeah, Zofia, like, wakes up a little bit, and she goes, okay, that I can, that I can get behind. A game? Yes. Uh, and yeah, I think there's a chess set in the, in the library, mm-hmm. of the guild hall. And she goes over, and she, uh, starts, um, she starts, like, setting up the chess set. And then the door opens. Before we started playing? Yeah. Okay. The door opens, and a halfling, uh, the the halfling woman who uh, you first encountered. Oh yeah. Uh, she comes in and she goes, "Messiah's here. We need to hide you." Okay. Uh, and what do you think? We're f- you think we can? It'll be a shorter episode. Yeah, I, I think, think it'll be fair. a shorter episode, yeah. but I think we can stop there. So here's so I look at that person who came in, and like. Okay. And then I think I just fall to the ground and like start crawling. <laughs> and then that's what we see. Uh, she's, she's like, no, uh, get, get up, get, come on, come on. We need to find some, we, uh, we have a place for you to hide. Come on. Okay. And I follow. And then we end. Oh, uh, actually, no. Okay. I think okay. we can, I think we can play this out a little bit. She takes you and Sophia like through the hallways. Um, and I think once you get into the hallway, like you're far from the entrance but you can hear uh, Messiah down the hall yelling, um, Pete Myth, you will come see me. I know that you're harboring that fugitive. If you don't get out here right now, I will have my guards raise this hall to the ground. Um, she's kind of like booming, mm-hmm. uh, calling for Pete Myth. I definitely start snickering. <laughs> like quietly under my breath, but I definitely go... <laughs> That's how you react to, I'm going to burn this place to the ground? She is out of her mind. She's crazy. And she's showing this guild hall leader that she's... You No, honey, you can't do that to a guild hall. You can't just come in saying you're going to burn it down. You're dumb dumb. I'm excited. And uh, I think you underestimate how much Sal hates this woman. <laughs> That's probably she, true. I, there is a healthy amount of fear there, but there is some hate. Okay. I think that's legitimate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the halfling, um, uh, she takes you to uh, she takes you to this room, and I think she this room has like a bookshelf, and I think it's a false door. Okay. And uh, she pulls it open, and uh, she l- leads you and Zofia in. Why does Zofia need to hide? Because she's her. It's her job to guard you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she says. Oh, and I think so. This false door leads to um, hallways. Like it's it's like there's a hallway, and you can see there's like passages within the walls. I definitely go sweet. <laughs> and I whisper sweet. The halfling girl goes, um, "Stay here. Don't wander off. Stay here. We'll come for you when it's safe." You don't have to tell me twice. Okay, uh, and she closes it with you and Sophia uh, in the walls of. Is it dark? The guild hall. Yes. And so we, I, I grab onto Sophia and okay. hold onto her arm. All right. And we will end there. Makeouts in the dark.
What's up, Getting yeah. lost in the dark. So many options here. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think? I like that. Yeah, it was very dialogue heavy, but I think it's necessary because now I think we're we're going to be moving towards some pretty action-packed scenes. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, one of those fronts is coming to a head. Yeah. That, which isn't the one that I expected to first. I kind of expected, like, two of them to kind of, like, coalesce, but instead it's just this one. And I think that's going to be good. I think what, probably what we're going to do is we're going to resolve this. Mm-hmm this front Mm -hmm. and then maybe take a break from Segaranza, play some other stuff, do a couple like short things, one shots, uh, and then come back for the other front, the other shit. That's going to be really bad. My daddy still needs to show. Yeah. Your daddy is, I mean, someone's coming on account of your daddy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. If it's my mom, I'm in so much more trouble than if it was my dad. Wait, really? Um, that's how it always works in Portuguese families. Don't front. Well, we never talked about that. That's great narrative fodder for me. What? Moms are so much more scary than dads. You never said that. Moms control... Moms are the neck of the household. My big fat Greek wedding. Listen, that's fine, but I would have... I All right, well, now that I know that, yeah. I can use that yeah, you against that. you. Yes. All right. Mommies are scarier than daddies. Okay. Daddy's got a big roar, but mommy's got a big bite. Is that a thing? Is, no, that, have, is, is I, that just something you just said? It's just something I just said, yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, thank you especially to Zach B., our editor, without whom the show would not get made. Like, but really, though, guys, you don't understand how many times there's just, like, awkward long pauses and stuff. He really makes it sound like we know what we're doing. Uh, Zach, you, and also the listener will note that there was no loud purring this episode, although you might have heard uh, noises from our dog or our cat meowing down the hallway and, like, scratching at the door and driving me insane. They were protesting. They were protesting. Uh, But, uh, yeah, sorry about the cat last week. Uh, Thank you to In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. It's a great album. Check it out. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it really means a lot to us when you uh, leave reviews, especially five-star reviews. It helps people to find us. It helps get our name out there. It's actually really important in terms of like podcasting and like marketing and stuff. So if you could just take a second, hop onto iTunes, leave us a five-star review, say something nice about us, such as Grandmaster Smack, who said we are, quote, freaking adorable oh love it t bean 83 who called us charming and delightful oh i love it and this is a great name grafalcon laugh shield that's a fantastic name i need a paladin named grafalcon laugh shield yeah that's really good i hope you are i hope you have a character with that name if you don't you need one now uh but uh grafalcon said we are too cute um so people of the internet can you just like continue Fanning this flame of cuteness because this is what I come here for. This is what I show up for. I, I don't know being if I adorable. Should, I don't know if I should keep feeding your ego. I like love this. it. Yes, please call. Keep calling me cute. I um, need it in my life. Uh, word of mouth is also super important. So if you could recommend us to your RPG loving friends or friends who are looking for podcasts, audio dramas, whatever, or just like people having fun and maybe boning. There's what? a lot of maybe boning on this show. There's not that much maybe boning. The, there's a lot of maybe boning, and there was definite boning happening on the um, the haptic episode, which is what we've been calling it, but that's not actually what it was. Starcrossed? Yeah. The, well, yeah, but the name of our story was Haptic Feedback. Got it. There was a lot of actual boning happening there. You with can... a vibrating suit. Really? <laughs> lo- low-hanging fruit there. Low-hanging fruit. That's my fruit. 
<laughs> That's my fruit. <laughs> my fruit is low hanging. I'm very short. I can only reach so much. Uh, you can follow us at HeartPointsPod. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. Uh, you can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod. And we will mention you on the show, uh, like some people who were kind enough to tweet about us, uh, including Refugees of Esmeralda at EsmeraldaPod, Kevin Gallagher at That Nerdy Kev and at Real Awesome Pod, uh, Lauren Bryant Monk at JL underscore Nice Girl, Pod of Love at Pod of Love, uh, It's VJ at NW Fairy, and Sean at Sean Lacey, all of whom uh, talked about us, said nice things about us. It was very much appreciated. We love talking with you guys, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, hit us up whenever. I always want to talk gaming stuff. Please give me something to do when I'm, I'm bored. I enjoy talking to new people. Probably not about gaming things, but just like life. I'm down. I'm so down. We'll do a we'll do like a advice episode one day. <gasps> that would be so wonderful for me. <laughs> I love giving advice. So they tell you in counselor school, which is definitely the grad school that I went to, was definitely definitely counselor is, school is, that's the, that's that was the, the name academic term yeah academic name they definitely tell you not to give advice because that's not really helpful people don't really want to be told what to do you need to help them figure out what they need to do on their own mm-hmm. but advice is my jam i'm very good at it and also very bad at it so please ask <laughs> me for advice we'll, we'll do one yes one listen listen distinguished guest this is very important he is saying this now but he will forget tweet tweet hard Tweet hard at heart no, points. No, don't tweet at me telling me you want an yes. episode. I yes. promise. Don't. Tweet. Don't. Tweet. Tweet. Don't. I'll tweet, remember. Tweet. I promise. Tweet, tweet. I'll remember. Tweet, tweet. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heart, hearts point pod. I don't do a good enough job of getting on there and doing stuff with it. But if we you... do need to do more, and it might end up being me with videos just being like, listen to us. We're recording now. It would be bad. I mean, honestly, that'd be better than what we currently do with it. Which is not much, but if you guys go on and you start liking it and we see that it's popular and people are actually following it. We can, we'll definitely up our ante I'll, I'll do more. Yeah. Um, right now there's not a ton of people like who like it, who subscribe to the Facebook page. So it kind of goes low on my radar in, versus like Twitter. The, the Twitter. Um, but, you know, if you guys like it and you enjoy it, we'll start being more active there. I should probably start being more active there anyway. Uh, and that's it. That's the show. Thank you for joining us this week, and we hope to have you again next week. What's the sign-off again? We hope that you have a very nice day. But, like, a very nice one. No, you did it wrong. It's a very, very nice one. But, like, a very, very nice one. So you want to hear a funny story about this? Okay. At work, on my way out, the secretary was like, oh, have a very nice day. And I had to stop myself from being like, no. But like a very, very nice one. But like a very, very nice one. (laughs) 